The Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association presents Top of the Stretch, a podcast that looks at harness racing in the Buckeye State. Joining us today on Top of the Stretch, Kelly Bell, who is the host of a new radio show here in the Buckeye State on WDLR. Kelly, welcome to Top of the Stretch. It's a pleasure, Roger. Glad to be here. First of all, let's get right to it. The new radio broadcast is known as what? It's called Horsin' Around. I work with my co-host, Michelle Gatchel. We are WDLR Radio on the Little Brown Jug Radio Network, and we are so excited to talk horses every Saturday morning from 9 to 9.30 a.m., and you can also watch us uh, or listen to us over the Internet. The first broadcast will be the... Uh, 15th, I believe, of February coming up. Saturday morning, what time? Saturday mornings from 9 to 9.30 a.m. And also on demand if you go to the WDLR Facebook page or to our internet site. Uh, I'll even be posting links on my Facebook page, uh, Kelly Bell. So you can find us at any of those spots. Listen to us when you want or listen to us live. A number of different topics will be over the weeks to come. Absolutely. You know, we're really excited about harness racing here in Delaware because this is the home of the Little Brown Jug. Uh, But also, one of the things that fascinated me is the equine industry in Ohio is huge. There are so many families, so many farms, so many tradespeople, uh, folks involved in veterinary medicine, in um, working with uh, uh, foaling, uh, care of horses, farming, growing hay, uh, having businesses where they provide uh, the trucks and the trailers and the fencing. We're going to talk everything equine in Ohio. It's kind of an agricultural business, uh, a rough estimate, $2 billion a year probably. Absolutely. And, you know, it fascinated me when I first started learning about all this that Ohio has more history and more business associated with horses than even Kentucky. Ohio is where it's all happening, and people just don't know about that. So we're going to change that and we're going to tell people if you have a love of horses in any capacity at all, you're going to find a way that you can get involved too. And in uh, the first broadcast, Joe McLeod of Sugar Valley Farm and yours truly, uh, along with yourself and your co-host, I thought folks out there got a good show coming up to kick things off. Oh my gosh, you guys had so many great stories to tell. I think we're going to be taking snippets of this interview and breaking it up across several shows. You guys are just a wealth of information. It was so much fun. Now let's get into Kelly Bell. Oh dear. (laughs) I understand you're part of the Stable CA fractional ownership of harness horses? Yes. You know, when I started off as a little girl, I loved everything horses. I went to Marmon Valley Farm summer camp every year. I rode, I babysat to save enough money to buy the back end of my first horse, a Palomino gelding. I rode 4-H. I did all that fun stuff. But I I knew nothing about harness racing. And then when I started working with you at Delaware for the Little Brown Jug, I, I fell in love with it. It... 
I've become so passionate. And then I found out that for just a couple of hundred bucks, I could own part of a racehorse. And I did. And I, I'm on my second horse now. I, I bought into Lima Sun was my first one. And I have a new baby that's going to be coming out racing this year. His name's Desperado. He's out of Well Said, who's a very famous horse. Um, what was it you said? He's only horse? Only horse that I can come off the top of my mind that won a division of the Little Brown Jug from post eight, the outside, most dreaded post position on a half mile track. It absolutely is. And and it's amazing that, you know, for 200 bucks, I'm a part owner of a racehorse. Now, even though it might only be 1%, is the thrill the same as if you owned 100% of that horse? Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm a sentimentalist, but I call him my baby. I have an 8 by 10 picture of him that sits on my mantle, you know, in front of my desk that I look at every day. I, I feel like he's mine. Theoretically, we're talking about any individual out there that has a love for horses, horse racing or such, they can get involved at a very inexpensive price. Oh, I know. All I have to do is not go to, you know, the coffee shop and get the fancy coffee every day, and I've got enough money to own a racehorse. Seriously. You're also a sign painter? <laughs> well, that is my day job, yes. I, I am a professional sign painter. I apprenticed when I was 17 years old. Uh, I've been doing it my entire life. Uh, actually, years ago, I, I had a job at a local sign shop, and I redesigned uh, Wendy's face for Wendy's Old Fashioned Hamburgers. So that's my work anytime you see those old signs. <laughs> I got asked about Jug Week, where all the businesses paint their windows and such. Do you do a lot of windows during uh, the time leading up to Jug Week? Um you know, I haven't done a lot of Jug Week stuff in Delaware, but I do a lot of holiday windows um, all over Columbus, uh, sign work all over Ohio. I do a lot of stuff in Cleveland for the Cavs and stuff like that when they have championships. Mm -hmm. And I'm also part of a group. I'll tell you about this. We're called the Wall Dogs. And a wall dog is the old sign painters that would go up and paint on the sides of the brick walls of buildings. And we have a group of 260 artists from six countries. And every year we get together for a four-day party in a different town. And we will paint the history of that town all over their walls. We'll usually do up to 15 large-scale building murals all in one weekend. And it is some of the most beautiful work you've ever seen in your life. Where's some of this work? What city is it located in? Uh, well, gosh, I've been part of wall dog events in uh, Butler, Pennsylvania, um, Illinois. We're getting ready to do one in only Illinois. We've got one coming up in High Springs, Florida. They just did one in Australia. Um, they're all over the place, and it's really exciting. What in the world does Kelly Bell do when she's not working on radio, involved with the horses, or sign painting? Well, you know, for fun, I, I was asked to uh, donate an art piece to the Boardman Art Park in Delaware. And mm, what was the subject? Oh, oh, yeah, a guy named Roger Houston and a horse named Big Bad John driven by David Miller. So that's a beautiful uh, four foot by eight foot uh, piece on concrete that you can see right here in Delaware. But nothing like bowling or uh, badminton, croquet? 
Uh, well, let's see. I played high school basketball and volleyball, uh, college softball for um, uh, Columbus State, and then I spent 25 years studying martial arts under an old Burmese grandmaster named Dr. Mongji. She studied martial arts. I shall step back at least four paces. I'm, I'm more into like the healing side and uh, I can give a really good massage. <laughs> Favorite food? Oh, hot wings from Roosters. Yeah, love them. Just hot wings, not lemon pepper or anything like that? I, I like that Carolina gold, you know, a little, little sweet, a little hot. I, I think that kind of sums me up perfectly. <laughs> so it's hot wings, the food of the day. <laughs> yes, sir, it is. So it's such a pleasure to work with you, Roger. I, I cannot begin to tell the listeners what it's been like. Such a privilege. When I started at the Little Brown Jug, I was just a field producer. And every morning I got to sit next to you as you did Roger's picks Everything that I have learned about handicapping and harness racing came directly from this man, and it's been the most amazing experience. Then she tells a story about how she took $20 one year and bet my picks and went home broke. (laughs) No, no, that never happened. I always come away rich when I spend time with you. How many years have you been covering the jug? I think this is going to be my ninth year as part of the WDLR team, but I have only been in the broadcast chair for, uh, I think, four years now with my co-host, Jim Lloyd. Well, got to wrap this podcast up, but uh, it's been a pleasure being with you. It was a pleasure being on your first broadcast uh, on Saturday the 15th of Horsin' Around. Looking forward to the Little Brown Jug, September 24th, the 75th Little Brown Jug. And hopefully I'm going to do some sort of a beautiful artistic piece for you before the next jug happens. I got that one in the hopper. We'll see what happens. Thank you for listening to Top of the Stretch. Top of the Stretch podcasts are a presentation of the Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association. 